0: I'm Maria Menunos and you're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Ah. Survivor
1: fans! What's <laughs> 40! 40! 40!
0: 40! 40! Yay! Clap, 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 clap. Round of applause round of applause. What's going on, Survivor fans? We are back, the three amazing panelists that Let's you go. love. Uh, we are here to do a mm. free show for the much-anticipated season 40 of Survivor, Winners at War. We are very, very excited. So what we're going to do, guys, is we're going to break down each contestant. We're going to go through them all that are on the new season. We're going to do a little facts. Seasons that they won, we understand that it's been a little while. So you might, not have, you might have forgotten, some of us have. Um, and then we'll just go through I little facts about have. them and then yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's been 40 seasons, you guys. It's a lot of information. Uh so first of all, let me introduce my panel, Veronica Valencia. Hello. And Mike Thielen over there on his computer.
1: What's up, guys? <laughs> Season 39 is in the dust <laughs> yeah. finally! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, why does Jonathan? Mike get Oh, is it a because plus for all of us? No, it was my idea to give him some of the fantasy drafts. So uh, you know a little extra please. love. And I usually introduce him, the producer in the booth, Jonathan. There he is.
0: Jonathan uh, is our producer. Oh, what's up? How are you going how y'all doing? We're right. going to get so, Jonathan no, no,
1: no. on camera at some point this season in a Survivor buff, probably. Yeah, hopefully. So, uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: And I'm Timothy Michael. We are very excited, like I said, to be here, you guys. So, first off, you guys, uh, pre-show thoughts. Any standouts before we start breaking them down? I mean, they're all kind of standouts. I think for me, <laughs> right? it's just
2: like who <laughs> I
0: personally really like. Yes, Speaking of which, you guys, we've already done our fantasy draft. So in other episodes of Survivor, other seasons of Survivor, we usually wait until top what 15 so we each get five each um this time since we already know all these players we've already done our fantasy draft so we're gonna get that at the end of the episode so stay tuned for that um let us know who your fantasy draft or your top players are this season in the chat mike is on the chat right now um so let's break them down shall we we'll start with natalie anderson okay natalie anderson is from new jersey she won season 29 San, uh, san juan del sur um thoughts about natalie
2: I like Natalie. Mm-hmm. I really do. The thing, the thing about Natalie's season was, uh, for me, I thought she deserved to win. I thought she was a great winner. For me, it was funny though, just in her season. I was like, okay, I would like to see so many people in that season win. But one after the other, they just went home and home and home. Like, I would have liked to see Reed win mm-hmm. or Keith win. But, of course, because they were good, they got eliminated. So Natalie didn't make it to the end. And I like that she won. She just, I feel like there were a lot of people I would have liked to see win her season.
1: Yes. I, uh, uh... Okay, everybody who watches know my memory is terrible. (laughs) It's true, and I'm honest about it. I totally remember Natalie. I remember the season like you guys are talking about. From my memory, and of course this gets cloudy and whatever, but my memory is Natalie played somewhat of a a reserved game. She wasn't Mm -hmm. as outgoing and kind of aggressive. Yes. So... The interesting thing to see with her is how that type of gameplay, if she maintains that style, is going to rack up against people who are just killers. I mean, everybody's won; everybody like knows how to play this game mm-hmm. really strong. So it's interesting to see how their natural strategies stack up when you've got you know just alpha people the whole way through.
0: Yeah, she definitely played a game that was under the radar. She had a very strong social game and a very strong physical game because she is a CrossFit trainer, which yeah. is pretty cool. Um,
1: and she reps jersey, and, and I love she that. Reps jersey. Come on, that's me. Hey. Her
0: close- (laughs) This ally was Jeremy Collins, who's also playing on Winners at War this season, so I'm interested to see their dynamic, if they pick up where they left off, or... If they're at odds, I mean, the stakes are completely different in this season, so I'm interested to see where their relationship goes. Also, her twin sister Nadia, was also first one voted out in her season, that's so right. she that's also right. was that's playing right. with her twin sister who was voted out, which I think ultimately helped her because I feel like, especially with blood versus, blood versus water season, people were so worried about their family members that yeah. it kind of muddled their own game in some instances.
1: How can you not be? Well, of and course, how can yes. everybody else not be too? Of, of course. course.
0: So I, I feel like that's not that. Was another reason why she won it was that she her. wasn't exactly yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, let's move on, shall we? Tyson Apostol from Arizona. <laughs> hey, Tyson! <laughs> Tyson was um, pretty much known as a villain. He w- he played in. Uh, I'm going to butcher this name. Tokachins. Thank you so much. <laughs> Season 18. Heroes versus I told villains. You. And season twenty-seven, Blood versus Water. So he had three seasons. He won in Blood versus Water. Um, so in Toka Chins, he established himself pretty much as a villain. He had not so nice confessionals, um, and he was tormenting a player called uh, named Sierra, uh, Sierra Reed um, pretty much the entire time she was there. Which
2: I don't know. Just kind of going back as a flashback, I don't know why everyone had issues with Sierra. I thought she was fine. I thought she was fine, too. Yeah.
0: I don't know why Tyson... But this is why he became a villain, and it kind of stuck. He was a physical threat, though. In Heroes vs. Villain, you know, he competed as a villain, so he pretty much took that title and ran with it. Uh, he joined the Majority Villains Alliance, and then he famously became the victim by of Play by Poverty, who's one of your favorite players. Um, and... She's also playing this season, so we're excited to mm-hmm. see how that also dynamic works. Um, her and Russell Hans, he resulted in his effectively voting himself out of the game. Hans, Hans thank you, for Russell Hans. I wish um, he
1: was back. Ugh.
0: I know. And then in Blood versus Water, he became a more uh, mature player, if you will. And he really took a strategic approach, putting himself in alliances and taking out threats quickly, um, which is pretty much why he won. Thoughts on Tyson?
2: Tyson, I'll be honest, I didn't appreciate Tyson his first or second season. <laughs> Neither did I. I grew oh. to appreciate him on the season that he won Blood versus Water, mm-hmm. and I don't know what it was about him that season. I don't know if it was having a loved one there that made mm-hmm. him more vulnerable, or what have you, but something about him was more likable that season, and I found an appreciation for him then. Who's his
1: rel- Who was on with him? I forget.
2: Uh Cat from One World. I don't know why that's the first one that comes to mind. Um uh, No, no, Lord. Who was
1: his his uh his oh, family.
2: It was his girlfriend at the his time. Now yes. was his wife. Got yes. it.
1: Um I loved Tyson from The Word Go. He's super sarcastic. <laughs> he was hilarious. I'm not talking about gameplay perspective. I just thought the dude was funny. I mean, whenever his team was dominating, he was always trash talking like I just like him. For me, for this cast, I put him way down at the bottom. I don't think he has a lot of a shot of winning um, because I think as good as he is and as much as he's played, I think the other cast members on there are strategically better.
0: Well, here's my thing with Tyson. So he started off in tokachin season 18. Then he went to Heroes vs. Villains. And then he won his last season with Blood vs. Water. So he clearly got better at, at this game. He clearly learned from his mistakes. So... I mean, maybe he'll do a little bit better than you think, Mike. Maybe he has learned from his Mm -hmm. previous mistakes and what he shouldn't have
1: done or should do. See, that's the thing. Nothing is actually going to surprise me this season because anybody has the ability to do anything. They're all winners, Mm -hmm. right? We we don't have to keep saying it, right? So, yeah, he could do amazing. And it's going to be really – the first episode – Is one reason, another reason this season is going to be so good. Mm -hmm. The first episode, they're going to smash into alliances and it's going to be really fun to see who goes with who, what's happened. We know you're going to get through it, but Rob and Amber are separated immediately. What is, how does that play out, right? Because if you team up with Rob, you know, you've got Amber on the other side. What's the merge? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of strategy going on. Mm -hmm. So if Tyson gets in with a good group, yeah, he can go the whole way. Yeah. And we've also seen through season after season after season, it really, it ultimately depends on what
0: alliance you align with. That'll take you to the end.
1: Mm-hmm. Can't you really do it by
0: yourself. I have well.
2: some. I have some like points of discussion in regards Ooh. to topics like, well, in regards to topics like Tyson playing multiple mm-hmm. times, and like Mike was bringing up alliances. yes, I don't know if we want to go into that now, if we want to save Let's it. Let's save it for later.
0: Okay. Um, I want to get into the next player, Danny Bow Wright. No, not at all. You know I love you. <laughs> Danny <laughs> Boe Wright, <laughs> season 11, Guatemala. She won. She played pretty much an under-the-radar game um, also. She made strong personal relationships, and she defeated veteran player Stephanie LaGrosa in a 6-1 mm. to one vote, mm-hmm. which, if you look at the votes, and I don't know if you guys have from all these winners, they have been really close there hasn't been like a crazy number where it's like a lot to zero or one in this sin- instance with Danny it was it was a 6 to 1 vote now there was only two players that has changed we've seen that yeah. we'll talk about that as well um, but what do you guys feel about Danny how do you guys feel about Danny
2: if I'm going to steal a line from Mike my memory is not too good right now Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: mine either um, the thing and I know you just read it but I was, I was reading chat um, she's only played the one time Danny, yes. Okay, so my fear for her—I don't remember her that well. It was season eleven. So I know it's many I know. years ago, and obviously she's probably kept up with the times. Mm-hmm. She watches the seasons, and, and she's got the strategy going. But it's a lot different, you know. Yes. When we've seen people come back, for example, uh, rest in peace, Rudy. When Rudy came back, wasn't the same. When Rich Hatch came back, wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. So this long span of time going without playing, and she's not. Look, she's not. Young, yeah. Okay. Um, I think it's it's a detriment to her. But again, who knows? She can fly under the radar. She can get with a good click. Yeah.
0: No, I'm definitely interested to seeing how these players have evolved, especially the players that have started in earlier seasons, which, yeah. once again, we will talk about. the game about. is different <laughs> yes. from season 11. Yes. I agree with you. Uh, Sophie Georgina Clark. She's from New York. Season 23, South Pacific. She won. She had a strong five-person alliance from night one. This is one of those rare cases where an alliance actually stood the Trials of Survivor, where she was in a season five personal alliance from night one, and that actually lasted, and then she was remembered for swaying ally Coach Wade into backstabbing Brandon uh, Hans in a (laughs) well-crafted Ozzy's Pleasure Dome argument after winning the critical final immunity challenge against Ozzy, who's one of your favorite players. Oh, Um, this season. And then Sophie won in a 6-3-0 vote. So, thoughts on Sophie?
2: See... For me, when it came to South Pacific, mm-hmm. obviously I was—I had one person in mind I wanted to win that season, and it was Ozzy, right, and he okay. was taken out at the last challenge right before making the final three. I think that season yep. was. And that was hard. And then when we got to the final three, I'll be honest, there wasn't anyone in that final three that I was like, I really want you to win. Even though Coach, who is a fan favorite, was also in that final Love three. Coach.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Sophie is to me, just personally, is not a winner who really stands out.
0: Okay,
1: she's another under the radar player. Um, I think she made it. If I'm remembering right from the old member banks again, <laughs> she made it very far. And I think people didn't view her as much of a threat. Mm -hmm. So she was definitely underestimated, which was Mm -hmm. not a good thing because she is a strong, smart player. Um, I bet people are not going to underestimate anybody this season if they're playing smart. But still, just based on the past, I think we got stronger players than Sophie. Yeah,
0: let's move on to Jeremy. So Jeremy Collins, Massachusetts, played season Mm. 29, Survivor Del Sur, and season 31, Cambodia, or Second Chance. He won that. During Del Sur, he helped his tribe win five out of six pre-merge immunity challenge, so physical threat right yep. off the bat, um, and he helped to orchestrate the entertaining blind side of Drew Christie. We mm. all remember that. Um, he returned from, uh, returning from K- for Cambodia, Jeremy developed a more aggressive but honest playing style, which helped him win. So I think that he was a little too aggressive in his first um, first season that he played, and in the second season, obviously, he toned it down a little bit more, and that helped him win. Thoughts on Jeremy?
2: Jeremy's great. He is both a mm-hmm. physical and a social threat. The great thing about introduce, excuse me, introducing <laughs> Jeremy was his first season with Sam Juan Slur. Right off the bat, we got to see his vulnerability and kind of how, you know, he, you know we got to like him as a contestant because he mm-hmm. came on, I believe, with his wife. And he played a really good competitive game. In Cambodia, he played a very smart strategic game, was part of probably one of the most talked about tribals. Uh, and you know he was able to get into good alliances with people and have people be on his side to take him to the end
1: yeah jeremy's a beast man he he's competition strong a mm-hmm. uh, physical threat and he's also very sociable. I predict Jeremy's going to be a connector. I think he's going to start up some alliances. I think he's going to keep whatever alliance he, he's in strong mm-hmm. and really work that social game, which is going to be clutch. Like, you got a lot of egos running around the island this time. So yes. social game is going to be massive.
0: Yes. Let's talk about the queen, Sandra diaz Let's go. Let's go. From Connecticut, Season 7, Pearl Islands. She won that season. Season 20, Heroes versus Villains. She won that season. Hey. Season 34, Game Changers. And, of course, a her on our last season 39 right. Island of the Idols shut up Mike um, don't forget her appearance <laughs> on season 39 don't forget her appearance on season 39 which pretty much just set her up for it this season it does. now <laughs> she is the only Survivor player to win twice hmm. um, I mean what else she's just she's, she's amazing she's fabulous she's just amazing but here's the thing do you guys think that because Obviously coming in, all of these people have one survivor. Usually they pick people out who, for example, Ethan, who returned for a season. They they targeted him very quickly because he had one. That's happened multiple times. In this case, everybody has won. So that kind of is off the table, except Sandra's won (laughs) twice. So do you think they'll target her because she has won twice?
2: Here's the thing. I definitely think Sandra is not going to make it far in this game because of that fact alone. However, in a season like this where everyone is strategic, everyone is physical, everyone has won this game, it's very hard to figure out, okay, who is technically a threat or who do I consider a threat? What are those lists? What are those bullet points? Mm -hmm. But for Sandra, you know, she's she's not somewhat... She's very strategic and very good at manipulating mm-hmm. people. She's got a very strong social game. But is someone going to want to keep Sandra around because they want to use her as a shield? Yes. Anyone can have this thought. Like, Tony. Is Tony going to think, <laughs> I want to keep Boston Rob because if Boston Rob is gone, then it's me. That's something that's going to be running through their heads. So people we might think would be voted out first might stay because people want to try and use them as their shields. Yeah.
1: That's, uh, Sandra is a killer. I mean, Sandra is lethal, and she does it to you with a smile. So, look, should do I hope she goes really far? Yeah. If you're them, you get her off first. Mm. She didn't win twice by luck. She's an amazing player. She pulls out the physical stuff when she needs to. The social game is top notch. Yeah. And if you don't get her out the first tribal, right, first travel you can if her tribe wins or loses, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, She's going to burrow in with some people and make them feel real comfortable and forget she's not going anywhere. I think it's
0: fascinating because she's held this title of two-time winning survivor Mm -hmm. player for so long and nobody obviously has been able to get to achieve that status. And in this season somebody is going to take that title, or...
1: Someone's going to be three. Somebody's going to be
0: three. <laughs> I mean, it depends, or otherwise she'll be tied. I mean, our predictions is obviously that she's probably not going to go far. I agree with both of you. I don't think that she's going to go very far. It breaks my heart to say that, because I do love her as a player. But I agree. I don't think she's going to go far, which just opens the door for another player to have that tie with her and 2 times winning mm-hmm. champ as Survivor. Let's go on to uh, Ben Drybergen, Idaho Season 35 <laughs> Heroes <laughs> versus healers versus hustlers he won that season he was in mostly majority alliances played three hidden immunity idols back to back and then ultimately won with a 5-2-1 vote I honestly really liked Ben his season I actually really liked that season heroes versus healers versus hustlers it's a long name uh, it is a it really so long
2: name
1: it was lame though the healers weren't uh, it was I don't really know. stretching the definitions
0: they did but I really did enjoy that season I don't know if it was because of the players or because of the, uh, the whole concept of the theme but I enjoyed
1: that season what mm. are your thoughts on Ben Ben's awesome. I love Ben. He's a super nice guy. Again, he can pull out the physical stuff. I think his nice personality uh, really ingrains him with people, and he's going to be good and make alliances. I think he's very trustworthy, unless he decides to switch up his game. Yes
2: uh <laughs>
0: guys,
2: i'm gonna I'm about to make a really crazy confession. What I haven't seen that season, really? What? Yeah, I Those was really only enjoyed four that seasons. seasons ago. I it know. was only four seasons ago yet
1: we were didn't we do the show.
2: I wasn't on this. I wasn't on the actor show back then, and that no. is one of the seasons that is not on Hulu.
1: Wow. Oh man, you should see it. He's
0: Interesting. great. It, it was. I really, like I said, I really enjoyed that season. And guys, if you haven't noticed, uh, our wonderful engineer Jonathan has been pulling up images of these players. So just in case you forgot their faces, he is
1: pulling them out because Jonathan yeah. is the best.
0: Thank Cheers. you. Ben's Jonathan. awesome.
1: Ben is awesome. He's gonna. He's another. He can easily be a sleeper. They gotta. like We gotta watch out for everybody. It's, it's literally, so everybody. literally. It's so tough because yes. yeah. Let's go
0: on to Michelle Fitzgerald, New Jersey, season 32. Mm -hmm. Say wrong Thank you, Ko wrong Uh, She won that. She was a quiet contestant for much of the game. Michelle stayed upbeat and made solid social relationships with her peers and utilized them to secure a place in the majority alliance. Michelle's social game, her growth, and her overall sincerity won her the title of Soul Survivor in a 5-2-0 vote. I think that, if anything, Michelle is the player that I would want to play as, But I don't think that would get very far. Mm. But I really like how she played her game. I really
2: like how she won. She's okay. So for me, Michelle's another one of those players where I, for her season, I'll be honest, I was disappointed. I thought it should have been Aubrey or Ty that won her Mm -hmm. season personally. Mm -hmm. But this is one of but you know, this is probably another good thing about this season is I'm sure, you know, Survivor is very subjective. Everybody has different opinions on whose game they respect. Mm -hmm. This is gonna be a season where people come back and, you know, they're gonna be able to show you like, hey, I won because of X, Y, and Z. You know, maybe the people they were up against you personally preferred, but they had a winning game and they're coming back to show you why.
1: Yeah. Michelle is I think an understated player. She, right off the bat, her season uh, was seen as kind of like one of the cute girls. So definitely underestimated. Uh, again, I have the same uh, same worries for her as some other people. She is in a different league with the rest of these uh, contestants. They're all, just I keep saying the word killer. They're all killers. They're all yeah. amazing. They're all really, really strong. So I'm not sure if she's going to be able to shine as much as she was Uh, able to in her original season
0: yeah Let's move on to Wendell Holland, Philadelphia, season 36, Mm. Ghost Island. He won that. Uh, He was a strong social player. He defeated Angela Perkins at the Fire Making Challenge uh, to secure himself uh, a spot at the final tribal council, where both he and Dominic ended up tied with five jury votes, each marking the first time in Survivor history where the jury vote ended in a tie. Mm -hmm. The second runner-up, Laurel, then cast her deciding vote in Wendell's favor, making him the sole survivor. So that was the only time ever where the jury was a split decision, and then the runner-up had to make her decision and pick Wendell. Did you think that she would pick Don- Dominic? Did you prefer Dominic, or did you really like Wendell?
2: Uh, first of all, Laurel was always going to choose Wendell. That's I, where that's really where yeah. it goes to show the social part of Survivor is yeah. key. Yes. And here's here's the thing about Wendell. I I like him. Mm-hmm. I liked how he played, and I and I liked him being the winner of that season. I think Wendell's gameplay, and this might sound kind of weird, kind of I think he can play a little dangerously because I think he put himself in a very dangerous position. Aligning himself with someone who is equally as strong, equally as social and strategic. Mm -hmm. And that's why it ended up in a tie, was because they were both very strong competitors. That was a mistake. Had he been smarter, he would have voted off Dom much quicker. But maybe that shows he'll play dangerously. You have, you disagree.
0: Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started.
1: The argument, the <laughs> argument there is that if he had voted off Dom earlier, he wouldn't have made it to the end. I, I don't know how to feel about Wendell the entire time during that season I thought he was really riding Dom's coattails I think he owed a lot of his game to Dom however there is a strategy to that he did do well he did uh, you know he was active in the decisions and when it mattered most the final vote he got it personally I think Dom deserved to win that season I think he did I think he was more active than Wendell Um, so that's why I'm not really sure how to feel about him this season because I can't I really can't separate his game from Dominic's. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see when he's on his own, shall we say, this season and what he does with his relationships.
0: Yeah, we'll see. Adam Klein, California, season 33, yep. Millennials versus Gen X, he won that. Rep. He was a super fan of the show. Uh, he found and misplayed two humuni- two hidden immunity <laughs> idols um, but he still won yeah. so good for him but I don't think any other player could have came back from that but he did so good job for him
2: something something about Adam as a person really strikes people because he, he honestly he played the sloppiest game yeah. he misplayed idols he, <laughs> he was always getting right. like called out and all of yeah. his kind of strategy was coming to the surface people were figuring him out he played a very sloppy game but again this this is a social uh, excuse me a social experiment. So it goes to show how much of a like, personable person Adam
1: is. I think Adam's scrappy. I, I liked him. He's kind of like nerd represent. I I feel him. <laughs> I'm there with him. Yeah. Um, he's a super fan. Same thing. He's kind of like Cochran. I like those guys that are really nerdy strategy and and you know aren't just these big you know jacked up buff guys so he's crafty I think he can get in there with some people and make some cool alliances and uh, yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him play again I like him same
0: uh, Yukon California season ah! 13 <laughs> Cook Islands he won that one um, he's the first Asian Yul. American winner uh, best known for his role as the chief strategist of the improbably successful Atu 4 alliance which overcame a daunting um, numerical disadvantage to sweep the final four uh, he won by a 5-4-0 vote in the final um, making him sole survivor your favorite. Ones. Yes. I feel like
1: Veronica is every. was a lot of crush. players. Yeah. No,
2: Seriously. I love Yule. Like, <laughs> Cook, I, I, I mentioned this before. Cook Islands is my all time favorite season of Survivor because of that iconic I 2 4. It gave us Avi. Avi. It gave us Ozzy and so many other iconic players. Yule, it gave us Parvati, it gave us Penner. It was just such a good season. And I love Yule. And I love the fact that he gets to come into the season and just play a game because his season, he opened up about how he felt he was having to represent Asian-Americans and Mm -hmm. how that was very hard and a lot of pressure. Now he can kind of come in and just play his game and I'm so stoked to see him come back. Yeah.
1: I like Ewell a lot too. He, from what I remember, you're going to jump down my throat and correct me right away. Please do. Okay. I remember Ewell being a more reserved player, but a strong player. Yes. So, again, I'm interested to see how these people who are more reserved, how that plays with all of these winners, yeah. because it's different, right? If you're too reserved, all these hyper alpha people, they might just wipe the floor, and, and they and they, you know, get together an alliance and just really steamroll people. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if alpha people go with alpha people and reserved kind of people go with reserved. I don't know. Yule uh, is really strong. He's very strategic. He's definitely a physical threat. He's he's in really good shape to go far.
0: Speaking of being steamrolled their first season, Sarah Lu- uh, Lucina... From Iowa, one of my favorite players. I absolutely love her. Season 28, she played Kagayan, and then season 34 in Game Changers, she won Game Changers. uh, Just based on what Mike was saying, in season 28, she really played an understated game. She was trying to be nice to be nice. She didn't want to be a nurse's police officer, all this other stuff, um, and ultimately got voted out. And then she came back for season 34, learned from her mistakes, and wound up winning. Um, In Kagayan, she was best remembered for Blind... uh, for being blindsided at the beginning of the merge, sent home by Chaos Casts. I'm sure we yeah. all remember yeah, Chaos yeah, Cast. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then in Game Changers, after acquiring and successfully playing both the Vote Steal and the Legacy Advantage, that helped her orchestrate an array of blindsides and forging strong social connections with fellow castaways, she was awarded the title of Sole Survivor with a seven three zero 0 vote.
1: Which season did she play with Tony?
2: 28, Tony on.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. My prediction is she gets back together with Tony right away. Oh, she wow. is she is strong. They have the law enforcement thing, but e- Tony aside, right? This yeah. is a, a random prediction. She is extremely strong. Yeah, she's smart. The police officer thing—it's ha- almost like. She's got a dual-sided personality: sweet, nice, and can do that social stuff. But you know, hardcore cop. She knows what's going on. She can sniff out you know BS and things like that. She's got the physical stuff. She's a huge contender to me.
0: Can I? uh, Even though
1: I don't think I drafted her.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I did. She was my first because I knew. That's why. That's why. why. Can
1: I
2: say something to this? So this is a point that I kind of want to bring up, and I think we're a little far now that I can So, alliances, mm-hmm. yes. that Mike brings up something very important, which is, how are you going to align yourself? Are you going to align yourself with people socially who you connect with and, and who you think you can trust? Are you going to align yourself with people who you've played before? Like, will Sarah yeah. align herself with Tony? Mm-hmm. Will she align herself with Sandra because they played together in Game Changers? And is that damaging to you? Because people are gonna think, oh, they played together, they're definitely an alliance, mm-hmm. and maybe they're not.
1: Yeah, I think the answer to that is yes. All of it. (laughs) (laughs) Literally all of it. uh, Everything can go. Anything can go. And it could be not. It can work either way. Plus, we don't know what some of these relationships have uh, manifested outside the game. Maybe Sarah and Tony hate each other. Uh, I don't know. Who knows personally what's happened outside the game? We'll probably hear more likely than not like their kids play together and whatever and they and they hang out so who knows but it's gonna be nuts Yeah, we are running really short on time you guys
0: so we're gonna try Damn to it. bunch some people together uh, so Amber Mariano Boston Rob Mariano they wound up getting married after they sure. appeared so cute. I know after they appeared on season 8 all stars which Amber won she um,
1: which Rob came in second
0: Rob came in second for that <laughs> yes so but kinda won. won she won by they a 4 to 3 vote uh, which Rob was very won. very close no he didn't <laughs> he got the girl and the money anyway <laughs> yeah that's true that's true and then Boston Rob. I mean what is she there to say still. he is one of the most favorite all time players uh, he play, appeared in season 4 uh, Marquesas? Marquesas. Marquesas 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 thank you and then season 8 obviously All Stars he was in season 20 Heroes vs. Villains and season 22 Redemption Island that's the one that he won so Amber won season eight. He won season 22. It took him a little while to catch up to her, but he ultimately did it. They are married. We are very excited to see how their relationship flourishes or disintegrates
1: in season 40. Rob, Rob is like Jim from The Office. You get to see him grow up while watching Survivor. Literally, Rob and Amber, I, I might revise my, my previous prediction. If Sandra's not kicked off first, it's one of the two of them. They There's no dangerous. way yeah. they don't work together, right? There's no way they don't work together. So... It's either you make a deal right away, probably with Rob. I think Rob's more apt to make a deal. So you make a deal right away with Rob, and he's like, look, it's you and me, and we'll protect Amber, and I'm not going to play some Lex nonsense and, like, backstab you. That's the only way you guys are going to make it, or else you're going to be voted off immediately because there's no way you're going to backstab each other. Yeah. Let's move
0: on to Pravati Shallow, Atlanta, season 13, Cook Islands, and season 16, Yikes. Mark offense fans versus favorites. That's season she won. And then she appeared on season 20, heroes versus villains. She pretty much was a manipulative flirt, very flirty uh in uh Cook Islands got her got her vote, got it got her voted out season 16 she showed her dominance by forming uh the deadly black widow brigade <laughs> which is one of the most successful all female alliances yep. pretty much annihilating all of the men and then she won that season with a 5 to 3 vote and then in heroes vs. villains she would ultimately lose to Sandra yep. uh, but she with was, a 6 to 3 vote
2: yeah the thing about Parvati, she is very, very strong. She has made it far in every single season she had played. Had Sandra not been our two-time champion, it would have been Parvati. And I'm just very excited to see. You know, she has matured a lot since her first season. Yeah. Is she going to use the same strategy? Yeah,
1: I don't think she can use the flirty strategy this season if that was somehow coming into her repertoire. Because I don't think the people, the winners are going to have it. So that's one weapon removed from her, let's say, but she's obviously an amazing player. She's dangerous. She's another one you got to get out soon.
0: Yeah. Let's go move on to uh, Kim Sprawlton-Wolf. Uh, she played a very under-the-radar game all the way up to the end where nobody really knew where she stood um, in terms of alliances, in terms yeah. of people that she was loyal to. And then she wound up winning with a 7 victory over Sabrina and Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, I'm excited to see her play.
2: Yeah, Kim, I made a comment about Kim because uh, One World was a hot mess of a season <laughs> and granted she was the rightful winner of her season but it was I think for her it was very easy to win her season because mm. her season had so many issues Yes. but I guess in the Survivor community she is seen as one of the top winners which I did not know yeah.
1: Man there have been a lot of seasons of Survivor oh. Kim, Kim is awesome, Kim is very strong, she's just a really strong person I think mentally and physically so I put her somewhere in the middle of the pack which is actually in my estimation a good place to be. You don't want to be one of the danger zones and voted it off right away, but I think she's real solid in the middle.
0: I agree with you. Let's move on to Denise Stapley, Iowa. She won season 25 Philippines. Uh, she was in the worst tribe ever. They had.
2: <laughs> she was such an underdog. She was Ugh. an
0: underdog, but she had so much to overcome in having to deal with this really, really bad tribe and this mm-hmm. really, really bad losing streak, and then her brilliant social game allowed her to win the entire game with a 6-1-1 vote. So, in terms of being on these really really sucky tribes which we've seen we saw it last season as well how do you guys think it's going to fare in this season with such amazing players do you think there's going to be a tribe that dominates over the other or is it going to be pretty even
2: i think it's going to be pretty even and the thing Same. i know about denise is that you know she came she has she had a great underdog story in philippines and i think that taught her you know to just really roll with the punches and i think she can find a way to make it to the top
1: yeah denise is really really strong I don't want to sound rude or anything here, but she was not young when she played the first time and that was 15 years ago. Yeah. No, it was not 15 years ago. Season Sorry. 25. It was like seven and a half years mm-hmm. ago, right? So, we'll see. I hope she still got it. I think she probably does. It's just kind of worth mentioning that that yeah. was a while ago and um, again, you can't, you can't really underrate anybody.
0: Nope. Let's move on to Anthony Tony Vlacho's Obviously It's Tony um, season 28 <laughs> Kagayan, he won and then he came back for season 34 game changers I mean what is there to say about Tony he's super sweet secret sheds secret sheds he's doing a whole bunch of stuff Do you, I'm excited to see Tony come back since th- season 34 because after season 28 I saw in season 34 that he had matured he had changed his gameplay now I'm excited to see him come back for season 40 and see where where, where he goes
1: the problem with Tony, I
0: don't like him though. For, for okay. the
1: record, I, I like him a lot. The problem is, what got him to the end and allowed him to win doesn't necessarily work anymore. It didn't win in his second season because everybody knows Tony is crafty. You got to watch out. You almost can't trust it. He makes alliances, but he's down to break it right away. He's doing mm-hmm. his spy shack stuff. So you got—he's got to be really, really careful. He's one of the people I put on the upper end of the radar of getting out. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, basically everything y'all said. Yes. Let's move on to Nick Nick Wilson very quickly. Um, Nick Wilson, Massachusetts, season three. Afro- uh, sorry, nope, that's the wrong one. Nick Wilson, Kentucky, season 37. Sucky. David versus Goliath, Iowa. Mm-hmm. Um, he was um, had a target on his back early on because he was lazy around camp, but his social games and his um, his uh, Mason-Dixon, line, Mason-Dixon. Uh, alliance helped him get all the way to the end, um, and then he wound up winning. I think Nick is a really good social player. I think, honestly, he'll be a target right off the bat, though,
2: just because he played the most recent season of winners Mm, to come back. That's a good point. And people might see that as, hey, you played the most advanced game.
1: Yeah, I... I don't know. I don't see him as as much of a threat. I put him somewhere more in the middle to bottom. He's going to really have to work hard to capitalize on that social game because everybody else has social game here.
0: Yeah. Let's move on to the player that has played the earliest season of Survivor, Ethan, Ethan. Zone. Uh, Massachusetts Season 3, Africa 1. He also played Season 8, All-Stars. He was able to stick with his alliance uh, in Africa to and then defeat Kim Johnson in a 5-2 jury vote. Um and then in All-Stars, he was not as successful because he constantly he was a constant winner uh, target because he won. Right. Um, pretty much one of the first players to win uh, the sh- play the show after winning a season. Uh, so he was pretty much taken out early. I know that, Veronica, you were excited to see Ethan come back.
2: I was very excited. Ethan was a great winner. I really liked Survivor Africa. He has a really great story because he was diagnosed with an illness that he didn't think he would be here for. And now he gets to come back and relive his dream of playing Survivor. Uh, the, the interesting thing about um, Ethan... I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah, he's great.
0: <laughs> no, even. I'm very excited to see him come back. I mean, he's clearly got a fighting spirit in him, even through all of these years. I'm, I mean, season eight, that was what. That
1: was what? No, season S- three.
0: Season, yes, season three. three. But then he that played was- again yeah. on season eight. Yeah. So, yeah. But I'm still just not recent. recent no, it's not, not at all.
1: all, right? So Ethan is extremely strong. He's resolute. He's a really good person too. I think Ethan's really trustworthy. The thing is, the game is so different now, right? We've run out of time. We had so many other things to talk about. How people haven't played with hidden immunity idols and things like that. Oh, it's yeah. completely different for Ethan. I'm worried that the game has passed him a little bit mm-hmm. much and he might have a little trouble catching up to the people who are, I know he knows what it is, right? But the other people have already been in it. It's different playing it than, you know, mentally knowing it.
2: But, yep. will, but will he stick around because he hasn't played an advanced game and people will be like, hey, you're not a threat. You're not up to my level. I can get rid of you whenever I want.
1: I don't think, yeah, I don't think he is top... I think he's more towards the bottom. I just don't think he's a threat. Maybe you're right. That makes him stick around. Yeah,
0: well, Survivor's all about adapting and evolving. So hopefully Ethan can do it quicker rather than mm-hmm. later, later. Otherwise, he's going to get voted off. Um, that is all of our contestants that are playing nice. for season 40. I know it was a lot, you guys. We were very short on time. I apologize that we didn't want to get into so much more. But we have a whole season to do that. Uh, so let's uh, do it, you guys. so good. And very quickly, let me lift off our fantasy draft. So I have players Sarah, Wendell, Natalie, Michelle, Adam, and Amber. Veronica has Yule, Denise, Poverty, Jeremy, Ethan, and Tyson. Mike, you have Tony, Ben, Rob, Sandra, Nick, and Kim, which leaves us Danny and Sophie, which are going to go to our wonderful engineer, Jonathan. Yay! is going to play. Now, he only has two contestants, which puts him at an unfair advantage, but you never know what can happen you in the game know. of Survivor. The, the s- only reason, is because, gonna the only reason <laughs> is because... still going to win. The
1: is we decided to give Jonathan the last two after we drafted. <laughs> we had zero. thought about it before, <laughs> And everybody gets five.
0: Uh, so those that is our fantasy draft, guys. Let us know your fantasy draft. We are very, very excited, like I said, to start oh. this Epic season we've all been waiting for, a season forty. Uh, go ahead and tell the fans where they can find you guys.
2: Hey everyone, you can find me Veronica Valencia on Twitter and Instagram at it's me Veronica underscore V.
1: Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I want to point out real quick, part of the reason we did this episode is because you guys were hitting us up on Twitter and asking for a pre-show. So thank you so much for being involved and part of our community. We love you guys here at AfterBuzz. Thank you so much. I also want to point out really quick that our episodes are going to be airing on Thursdays this season, not Wednesdays. They're going to be on Thursdays this season. At what time? Yep. 7 7 7 (laughs) p.m. PSC. (laughs) I just come to the studio and I talk. 7 p.m. PSC on Thursdays. My name is Mike Thielen. You can find me everywhere at Mike Thielen. Mike covered it all, you
0: guys. We are on Thursdays at 7, and we've got a very, very exciting show planned for this season. I am Timothy Michael. You can find me everywhere at I am Timothy Mike. We will see you guys Thursdays at 7. Ah, The tribe is spoken. Bye, guys. Wait.